2: Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans and... uh, this week, in a cynical attempt to deflect attention away from Brexit, West Ham United won for the fourth time in a row. Uh, a cynical move from Lady Brady, I think, to, to shore up Theresa May's failing government. Here to discuss the implications of such a cynical move are from last week's podcast. Who is, he's remained in the room, essentially, and not moved. Uh, he's been on a dirty protest since last week and refused to go. So he's back again. It's Colin Mill.
1: Good evening, sir.
2: Also joining us, it is uh, the author of uh, one of the best West Ham blogs around, because it is also about Wagner. It is the blog Donna the Hammer, uh, by Don the Hammer, who has, has recently revealed his, like Clark Kent and Superman, has revealed his real nature. It is uh, probably our favourite lawyer. Uh, it's almost worth... Controversial. It's almost, it's almost worth committing a crime to be in the company of Russell Raphael. Good evening. Hello, Ross. Hello. Everything all right? I'm slightly confused.
0: Why? Well, I like to cultivate a dour demeanour mm-hmm. in life generally. Right. And yet, despite all the ills in the world, I wake up happy and I don't really know why. And then Lucas Fabianski appears. It's not uh, in my bed. No. But in my head. Yes. Yes.
2: Just to just to be just to be clear, you're up and around. Uh, you've got a dressing gown room By the time Lucas Fabianski appears, sometimes yes, sometimes no. But I'm gener-
0: I'm I'm happy, and I I, I it's, it's 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 a little troubling. But I'm I'm assuming it won't last, and normal service will be
2: resumed. Really yes. Last week's podcast, we spent a long, long time talking about the sort of positives and how great Pellegrini is and all that stuff, and I felt that we were making a rod for our backs, and it's we're basically sort of putting a jinx on the whole season. But um, it's
1: gone wrong since then. Let's face it. Um, This time last Tuesday, we were celebrating nine points in eight days. Yes. Six days later, three. Mm. What's going on? That's right. Six points less than a, last week's. Podcast.
2: A paltry three point haul mm. from a from a week of podcasting. I, I, and, I'm disappointed. And football, uh, it has been a it's mm. been a distressing week. Um, mm. Do we do we think? Uh, do we dare dream? Do we dare dream? Is this have, has West Ham United turned any type of corner? I, do you know what?
1: I, I don't know the answer to that. I'd like to say yes. Russell, um,
2: do you know the answer to that? <laughs>
0: I think we. It's dangerous you to neither. Expect too Back much. to Colin. <laughs> it's, it's dangerous to expect too much. We had three healthy wins. We should have been. We should have accepted that. Yeah. What's the deal? Deal or no deal? We should have taken that money and run. We went. We we bid again. I w- I wouldn't have done that.
1: And yet here we are with another. Three we just points. couldn't accept a no deal. I mean no. that that yeah. that, that's right. that seems to be very prevalent at the moment. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Let's, let's be absolutely frank about this. We learned, because we researched it, when was the last time we won four in a row? So I had a look. And actually, it was under Allardyce. I remember um, it.
2: Allardyce. Oh, the cha- not the championship.
1: Uh, no, uh, no, actually, in the Premiership, wow. four yeah. straight wins by what? Allardyce.
2: Oh, yes, in the in what was in fact a shit season. It was it, his. It was, uh, yeah. f- it was his manager of the month. February wasn't exactly. It? It, it was exactly. Oh, we right. were in the. Yeah.
0: Well, I think we were in relegation positions. We were, and then suddenly you got four in a row. Yeah, manager of the month followed yes. by to,
1: the opposite. Pe- Pellegrini's got competition on that because if he can get the five rather than stopping at mm-hmm. four, that will be marvellous.
2: Oh, yeah, because
1: yeah. after. Big Sam's three, it was uh, four, it was followed by three successive defeats.
2: Yes. And yeah.
1: then the famous whole game.
2: His job had been done. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, but but uh, he,
1: uh, the whole game, don't forget, Phil, he got a win. That's he cupped fine. his ear, that's and he right. got a win. At
0: least we knew where we were, though. You know, we were, we were reminded that this was West Ham and we got the four wins in a row. Mm-hmm. That needs to be, there is an equilibrium. You know, nature abhors a. A vacuum and all that yep. and um normal service needs to be re- resumed.
2: You mean bring Big Sam back? <laughs> wow!
0: Well, be still my beating heart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know, you, know.
2: you know, the position we're in now, what what's what's sort of interesting is that uh, you know, unlike um Uh, the successful Kirbishly season, uh, 10th place finish, and probably the most successful, well, in fact, the most successful Allardyce uh, season, both 10th place finishes, Uh, the wheels came off after Christmas in that sort of the lights come down after, you know, uh, Christmas. Uh, Sort of... But Allardyce took off those wheels. This feels like...
0: He was there with the wrench, removing the nuts yes, from absolutely. those wheels. Yes,
2: Well, as was Kirby. Was mean, that I was Was it Chelsea away what, on
0: New Year's Day when we? Yeah, yeah. you know, we just didn't, we just didn't yeah. do anything. He played was a weakened so team. Upsetting.
2: He yeah. played a weakened team in order to played lose the, kids. the next game, as well as as the as well yeah. as the game we were actually yeah. playing. At the time. But, uh, but what ha- what's ha- what seems to be happening this time is that we we're actually on an uphill trajectory. We we have finally uh, sort of laid to. To, to rest the ghosts of our four, first four defeats uh, and are now are sort of back to zero as a kind of mid-table team. Seven wins from 17 games. Uh, you know, you'd be looking... Seven defeats. Yeah, you'd be looking at... gold. difference of exactly, nil. Exactly. It's absolutely bang mid-table now, mm-hmm. except the team is... In a run of form as we approach the second half of the season, yeah. and there are players to come back. We won. We've won three of those games without Onaldevic, our uh, our strongest attacking threat. And uh, it does, you know, as we say, dare we dream? It does feel that. Uh, Things are potentially sort of on the way up for next season because the if you took those four games out of the, the equation, the form in our thirteen subsequent games is really, you know, seven wins, three draws, three losses from yeah. from so is is yeah, that's like sixth place yeah. form. And yeah. that is the form we are very much in at the moment. And uh, so I mean I think Jim said uh He wasn't here last week, but he has said it. Uh, There's a kind of mini league. There's the best we can hope to get is maybe like sort of seventh or something. But but, uh, perhaps finish at the top of that. Little League And in fact A team that you Thought might not Get into sucked into that Is currently in Sixth place Which is Manchester United mm-hmm. um, It's possible You know We could overhaul Them as well
1: Well we've beaten them And we are within Touching distance Of them Yeah a couple of points And I, away, I, th- yeah. I think They've only got A goal difference Of plus two Or something like that At the moment uh, Yeah You know They're not Setting the world On fire At all um, They played Reasonably Well against us um, Yeah but, but we beat them easily in the end.
2: The, the goal ratio that we have, 25 uh, for, 25 against, is, is actually okay. Manchester United have conceded 29. Mm. Uh, They've conceded more goals than we have. It's sort of extraordinary. Only one back hill? Uh, yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah. And what a goal yeah. that was. What a goal. What a goal mm. that was. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly offside <laughs> in the building. Yeah, it
0: depends who you ask. But yeah. we're, we're broadly where, before the season started, if you ask pundits, most of them thought, with the money we'd spent, the squad we had, the manager we had, they they predicted we'd be eighth, ninth, tenth. So yeah. I think we, you know, we just had a dreadful start, but we've got to roughly where we should be. Yeah. What's encouraging is that we actually look like a team that's been coached. Players look yeah. like they know what they're doing, and it's not always the same players. The point was made on the podcast last time. That there is some rotation, yes, and different players come in, and underperforming players. And I've been hypercritical of Antonio uh, previously. Um, they have come in and they actually look like they know what they're doing, and that the confidence of knowing mm. what they're doing has really helped them.
2: Well, let's talk a little bit about the Fulham game because it was a, it was a kind of. Um, you know, potential banana skin after those uh, three wins on the trot. You know, th- you, you sort of thought, well, the wheels could easily come off. There's a there's a team that really needs a win at some point. But don't you go into or...
0: every game, think, <coughs> assuming with West Ham, it's a banana skin, and yeah. this is where it yeah, will so all go tits up. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. And um, it was it was interesting again. The kind of he is he is rotating players like a sort of a good football team. I think, as we said last week, he sort of came in and. Uh, we're kind of going, uh, no Manuel, it's a shit football team, it's <laughs> yeah. a shit football And he's going, uh, no, I actually did like it's a good football team. Yeah, and and you've got him going, no, no, don't, play your best eleven every week. And he genuinely, he played Antonio up front, who two weeks before, three weeks before, had been right back, Yeah, <laughs> I, I, put him in a different position.
1: Uh, I mean, the, the way that we go to games and the, our expectations are, are a little bit like Del Boy when he won uh, or oh, sorry, when they went to auction and got several million for a, yeah. an old watch. Um, halfway through that sketch, he says something like, let's not spend it, I've got a feeling this is going to go pear-shaped. Okay. And that that that's how it feels every single yeah. week at West Ham. You, you're just waiting for the mistake. Even on uh, uh, over the weekend, on um, Saturday evening, um, I was thinking for the first 20 minutes they've had a couple of attempts at goal we got away with one for sure mm. with, with a Fabianski save, um, and at that stage, I, I was getting that déjà vu again. I thought mm. this mm. this one's not necessarily nailed on, and I don't think, in all honesty, our performance against Fulham was as good as the three previous. Not one. at all, but in fact, but, it but was... you can't do it every week. No, that's you?
2: right, and it was the sort of kind of efficient away performance that a good team
1: Very does, much. So. you know, because we so.
2: had. Less possession, less shots, less corners, you know. All the stats were sort of against Mm. us, but that's what happens with an away team that comes and sort of, you know, soaks up the threat from the other team and hits them on the break, you know. We scored two really good goals. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of the goals have been really good in these last four games.
0: I think what their performance was was quite calm. And mm. players, even in that initial 20 minutes when Fulham had their tails up, the players kind of looked like they knew what they were doing. And if it wasn't all going to plan from the off, that wasn't a big problem. We just stick. And Pellegrini said a few times when it has gone wrong, he said the players didn't believe in themselves. They didn't believe in how good they are and how the system works. And they just needed not to panic
2: mm-hmm. and carry
0: on doing the same thing. And what you were saying before about rotation, he does. But unless he's forced to, he doesn't mess with the spine of the team that much. No, no. And there's Fabianski and Diop and Balbuena in front and Rice in front of them. And obviously, if he's fit, Anatovic up front and probably Anderson, and yeah. what may, will be yeah, in Anderson that midfield. But that particularly, Fabianski, Diop and Balbuena, mm-hmm. and Rice, that's a fixture. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. And that's the... Bay. It reminds me of the Liverpool days and what Shankly used to say about, you know, starting with getting that back for... Right,
1: well,
2: um, yeah.
0: whether that was Shankley, I don't know. I'm making that up. But probably, it yeah, seems like yeah. he probably yeah. would have
1: But said it's that. a very 60s thing, spine of the side. That, that's yeah. what they're always talking about in the 60s, the spine. You know, mm-hmm. you start with your centre-back, you go through the middle of the park and you end up with a, a decent centre-forward. Um, he, obviously, Brian Clough always recognised the fact by buying somebody like Peter Shulton, that you can have all of that and you've got to have a good keeper, good, good keeper as well. Um, and he's worth X number of points. To be honest, this season, I think Fabianski's been worth yep. X number oh, of it's points. Oh, extraordinary,
2: yeah. yeah you know, there yeah. are
1: some games that could have gone the other way without him.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely, definitely. We, um, we uh, are... Our essential problem in midfield for, was the midfield for a long time. Uh, our problem in midfield was the midfield, uh, is what I <laughs> yes. think I, I began that sentence saying and ended up saying it. And then we regretted we, it. Uh, we we got
1: thing. to midfield. We're fine. Um,
2: we, uh, and that is what's improved. And that, that was our glaring problem all of last season. And in fact, you know, uh, Moyes was sort of unable to address mm. that. Uh, because it it was just too shit to address. and, uh, and I'll, I'll,
1: I'll tell you, I'll give some credit to over the weekend at Ranieri because there were a few times when Noble and Rice were under an awful lot of pressure from their midfield. They did press them. Yes, we know they had no end product, um, but... Rice and Mobile didn't have as much time on the ball as it had in previous yeah, games. Yeah. So, again, it comes back to a good manager spotting what he needs to do. And I'll, I'll give some credit to Ranieri with, we'll obviously, the problems he's got in that side. He did actually recognise how they needed to play West Ham. He just didn't have the personnel no, to no. get and out. And Rice
0: of was troubled on a few occasions. He was, yeah. yes. Yeah. But it, one thing that I noticed, and I'm no great tactician, I don't know, but... After the, um, the Everton away game and various commentators were saying they, fa- they finally found their system and they shouldn't mm. mess with it, that was Rice on his own as the central defensive yeah. midfield in front of the defence and then with, was it Noble? And Obiang some, and Noble in front. In front, yeah, in front yeah, playing yeah. in front. Now it seems to be Rice and Noble together in front of it, and four, one four, in front two. of them. And I'm not sure Rice is as
1: comfortable... No, I in think that, that's um, to accommodate oh, yeah, to Snodgrass. I think that that's to uh, uh, accommodate yes, uh, uh, Snodgrass, uh, you know, to play that not quite number 10 role, but just tucked behind, that they've pulled noble a deeper. And I agree with you. I think Rice competently does it on his own.
2: I think they... Yeah. I, I think in a way they set up 4-4-2, but it, it's kind of the same personnel as the four at the back, the triangle, and then three at the front. I think they... I think they have that formation sort of in their memories whilst they're nominally playing 4-4-2 because having played that system for a little while, Rice still drops back to help the defence out more than Noble does because he's a little bit better at it. Yeah, but
0: it seems that Noble sometimes was getting in the way a little. That's probably unflattering. But um, I'd rather Rice was there on his own marshalling that area.
2: Well, it's not really doing us any harm. In the Last few games, no. I'm no. <laughs> saying that after four wins no. in a row, you know, it's it's yeah. hard, isn't it? No, I mean, but, I th- but I th- it
1: was more noticeable at Fulham, yeah. Was um, it? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought it was. Yeah, I,
2: you know, I, I, some of these, some of these team formations are, are, you know, there's a. There, hmm. There's a slight kind of um, I can't think of the way to express it, but there were teams. There are t- when we were saying that you know Allardyce didn't play four four two. You know I was quite often pointing at other teams and saying, okay, there are four players that are clearly midfielders, four <laughs> players that are clearly defenders, and two players that are clearly attacking players you know and uh, they're being accommodated in some lineup which you can call it what, what you want but there are two strikers there there are four midfielders and four defenders in their job descriptions and they're being deployed in a system that you're telling me is not four four two, but I'm sort of saying it is because that's the names of the type of footballer they are and I sort of think that um You know, you're right. That triangle absolutely did sort of solve a lot of problems uh, because the Everton game, in a way, was the breakthrough game of the entire season. Mm, Yeah. Uh, Also, the introduction of Yarmolenko. um, Yes. You know, uh, totally sort of turned the game and made us seem like a much better outfit. But... um, it still sort of feels like the memory of that form, formation is coming. It of does, in, yeah. In it was, there was, I mean,
1: talking about the, the formation and the 4 4 2 that we we're obviously playing at Fulham. Um, we've seen Antonio play for us before, being a, playing at a right back, playing as a right winger, switching over to a left winger. Mm-hmm. We've seen Antonio play all over the pitch, but his instructions on Saturday were to play up front in a two. Mm -hmm. and when he got his second goal, that's exactly where he was. He wasn't tempted too often to drift wide um, because with somebody like Antonio, you have to give him a role, whereas conversely, with somebody like Snodgrass, he did play on the right wing for a while during that game. But he did also come right through the middle for his own goal. Yeah, yeah. So that that's a utility player. That yes, he's a midfield player, um, but but he has the intelligence to, to, and he did arrive late in the box. And thank God for Anderson because he can find a yeah. player in those no yeah, circumstances. Yeah. But Snodgrass was in the perfect spot.
2: Yeah. Anderson also comes inside, hasn't he? I mean, when when those first few games when we played four for two, Anderson. Uh, we were sort of saying we're slightly stranded on a wing where you're yeah. kind of going, he should get involved more, he should come inside for more. Now we're sort of playing 4-4-2, he's on the wing, but he's very involved. He's He's found yeah. a way to be involved. And I think it's because he comes inside, he just, he's slightly just does what's required of him now. So if it means he has to come inside to collect the ball, he'll do that. Mm. He won't just hug the touchline, sort of going, these are my instructions, I will obey. But he will come inside
0: naturally because he's right-footed. Yeah. As Snodgrass will from the other flank. Yeah. Which is why I think um, Masuaku has been a little inhibited and no doubt because he's been told he needs to improve defensively. And he's been a little reluctant to overlap Anderson. Yeah. And I would like to see that more because otherwise, we're, if he's not doing that, everyone knows um, Anderson is well is probably, predominantly going to cut inside mm-hmm. and get yeah, it onto yeah. his right foot. Yeah. And then maybe that little dink through ball that he quite often does. I we need that, a bit more variety but in, and he, Masuaku, but Masuaku needs...
2: should demand that. He should demand it by... By doing the overlap, to me, I mean, it just should seems be. Like that's I think his he's problem. I think it's, he's it's...
0: inhibited, and it may be because, as you were saying, Colin, that p- players Pellegrini has told, they've given them their roles, and they've told them. And um, I think Masuaku is aware that he's defensively not brilliant, and we're mm. losing a little of what he is naturally good at. I agree because he's not flying forward; he's being more disciplined.
2: I agree. I sort of feel that he that it's. Incumbent on him to sort of sort that out. Whereas of himself, on the other side,
0: really. Snodgrass knows Zabaleta is going yeah. to be yeah, steaming yeah, past him. Yeah, yeah. It. yeah that's, that's a wonderful but understanding. Zabaleta's
2: always been like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Zabaleta is just a much better mm. old-fashioned fullback than Masawaku.
1: Yeah, if we can be a little or... if we can be a little picky about the weekend, um, their first chance when Fabianski made that save, that, that that ball came through a gap between Zabaleta and Balbuino. Mm, mm, Balboina was game. probably a long way up the pitch rather than being yeah. exactly level with Diop. Um, and, and they made that mistake once, but they didn't make it again. No, no. You know, that that, that was something. And again, when uh, there was a fallback, a, a right fallback that Fulham bought on. They obviously wanted to exploit that mm-hmm. right-hand side. And do you know what? We saw that and we dealt with it yeah, very yeah. quickly. Um I have forgotten the name of the Fulham full backs Campbell or somebody like yeah, that or... it used to be Ryan
2: Fredericks. Didn't it? <laughs> yeah he
1: used to be Ryan Fredericks. But 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 we saw that coming. We saw yeah. a change of tactics. And to be honest everybody on that left hand side of our defence including Meserarco they dealt with it immediately. Mm-hmm. The guy got no joy at all no. even though that's what we could see he was bought on for. Yeah
2: yeah yeah.
1: Um I think that we coped much better second half. It was less exciting we had fewer chances. Yeah. But boy we were in control of that game second half. Yeah, yeah. and it's sort of yeah.
2: game management, isn't it? It is, you know, as I said we had sort of, you know, less mm. less less of the ball, less yeah. chances, but I actually thought we were
1: going to score again second half. Yeah, that's a way I really did. We were cal- it
0: was this calmness, this calm professionalism that just exuded. It mm-hmm. was very un-West
2: Ham like. But we um we looked Uh, Let's uh, take a little break and we'll be back after this message. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. So, yes, uh, all very interesting. I, I was thinking today that, that over this last, probably a little longer than than uh, this calendar year, so about 14 months with uh, sort of late, billich, early Moyes, uh, we've seen a lot that explains to the layman and, and uh, armchair observer of football uh, what a manager does and how it works, you know, the sort of, the, the, the mystery of what do they get up to on the training ground every week and all that sort of, and what does a manager actually do, the, 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 the movement from uh, Bilic to Moyes um, and things you had heard already from Reese Oxford when he went on loan in Germany... Uh, confirmed some things that you thought as a football fan watching the game but you couldn't necessarily confirm for yourself when he said um we don't I was really surprised at how much we train here in Germany Mm. under Slaven. we didn't really do much running about and I think the beginning of last season I said it was the most extraordinary football match I had ever seen away at Manchester United when we simply looked Mm. as if Billich thought it was early July rather than early August. Exactly, the team was absolutely not ready to play football. Mm-hmm. And as you as you as you heard things from when Moyes took over, you were going, "I am right. I am right." As a football fan, the things I think I've seen, I yep. have genuinely seen. You sometimes wonder, don't you? You know, it's it's sort of. There's more going on than the football fan can sort of see a lot of the time. But sometimes exactly what you see is happening yep. is in fact happening. And, well, uh, I'd heard
0: that in real time from a current, well, now squad player that um, had come from abroad and was saying during the Bilic era that he couldn't believe how our our, our training was going and how there was no defensive training and... Uh, um, that it was it was very, very surprising. And yeah. we've seen how that's patched up. I was actually a fan of Moyes, I know. And I, and I would have been quite comfortable if he'd have stayed on. Me too. Now I've seen how much better we can do. Absolutely, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm delighted. Well, I think people but was, I think he did nothing wrong. He shored no. us up where we needed to be. I was quite confident he was going to keep us up.
2: Yes, he saw problems and dealt with them. That's the, yeah. that's the, that's the next stage of yeah, what I'm I talking about, really, in boys. this last year. You saw a guy come in. Um, you, I, I'm constantly surprised how long it takes them to have an impact. I mean, we, you know, we got creamed in those first four mm. game, games under Pellegrini. You sort of wonder whether there is someone on hand to kind of hand yeah. over to a new manager. And I think I've said this before on the podcast. I sense there isn't. What, I sense I a, a I new know. manager turns up and doesn't even know where their parking space is. You know, I think that football has the, you know, sort of management structure of a branch of subway, you know. <laughs> I think there's no, in, you sort of think because of the amount, amount, amounts of money involved, that there'll be quite a lot of high-level management thinking in a football club but I suspect there isn't and I think that's that's mainly
1: us I'm going to do a little, bit, possibly, of, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. bit of disagreeing on that, that we got creamed in the first four games, because I don't think <laughs> sure. we did. Now, you're saying last uh, season? No, no, this no, season. this season. This this season. season. It, well, uh, no, th- that was Liverpool this L- season. No, I was uh, talking the about the last result season, now we're talking something. about this right. season. So, we're, we're, we're back to this season. Um, at Liverpool, we certainly put in a much better performance than we did the previous year at Manchester United. We did, yeah. Um, and we ended up playing a team that was going to end up top of the league yeah. this time of the year with a... Manager's first game, and there were little bits in the game that were somehow encouraging. We played very well at Arsenal and got we beat did, three yes, one. Yeah,
2: no, I went to that. Yeah, yeah,
1: um, yeah. Uh, Home to Wolves, we probably dominated Relative. the game no, and yeah. lost no, yeah, one nil. Yeah. Um, so I don't think we got creamed. As when such. I say creamed, I'm I, talking could about see, the score I could lines see, I could see. Yeah, right, no, the score, the you know, score lines for four, four defeats. You can't yeah, hide yeah. from that. But I, I thought that there were. I wasn't worried after four defeats because I thought there was a plan. And yeah. it turns out that there was a plan and it seems to have yeah. come to fruition. How long it will last, well, we, we know it's that. Yeah, we, yeah. We're not allowed to do this.
2: But similarly with Moyes' first sort of set of games, he sort of made no difference for a while. And no. it felt like he needed four or five games to, you know... Uh, to get up to speed. And it felt like, sort of, if, if there's just been some more of a handover. Um, but I think, a, like, a, a, an outgoing manager's entire team leaves with him. Yeah. And uh, I think quite often there isn't a kind of very su- sort of successful handover. You know, I remember Moy's, because we went to his first game, which was, I think, away at Watford, and, and going, oh, that lineup? No, that lineup we has been serially yeah. not yeah. working for us all season we're just going to get beat, and sure enough, we did. Yeah. And uh, um, and as, as I say, you know, with with uh, uh, Pellegrini, the away performance at uh, Everton was the sort of breakthrough where he seemed to have sort of learnt those lessons. Yeah. And,
1: uh... and Everton on a bad side.
2: No, no, no. no but no,
1: Pellegrini, no. in a sense,
0: gets an easier ride because Moyes arrived with a bit of a reputation with perhaps failure is too strong a word. But he had failed at Man U and he had failed yeah. at Real Zaragoza, or whatever it was, and, and Sunderland and Sunderland. Well, and whereas t- whereas Pellegrini, he's won the league. Yeah, he exudes class. Yeah, um, well, So, so Moyes turned he up got...
2: without a transfer window. He turned up during the season. Yeah, after ten, you know, yeah, so he turns up on a Tuesday and we're playing on the Saturday. Pellegrini yeah. turns up in June and we're playing in August. Yeah,
0: one so. does get the impression with Pellegrini that he said to the Chairman, if you want me, this club will be run my way. And the moment that it isn't, I'm off. And and I expect that to be from top to bottom. And so, for example, the things he 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 had a moan about that fans were leaving on 80 minutes, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. I couldn't bear. And yet, and since he was very public in criticising that, that's it's not stopped. But it's la it's much less than it was. And the you know the support we get in the last 10 minutes of a yeah. game is yeah. important. And, and, and the fact that players ha- really know what they do. I think I said the last time I was on this, how when I was at Huddersfield, he doesn't often come out to the touchline and shout at players, Pellegrini, yeah. but he really shouted at Antonio. And for all I know, it was completely innocuous and he was saying something nice to him, but it mm-hmm. didn't look like that.
2: No, and, the, and, and and this is what I mean again about, you know... The, us, the sort of uh, the the football supporter, can see things that the manager is doing. The fact that, um, in a way, both the four-two win against. Uh, um uh, Burnley and the four 0 defeat to Manchester City, one thing that was very noticeable in that is that the team kept doing what it was doing right. and didn 't change and that 's very much his philosophy is like we play this way, and if a team scores against us, we keep we just stick to the plan and keep yeah. playing and, and yeah. quite a few of his um, uh, post match comments have sort of said that you know the first half. You know, first half against Cardiff, we didn't score a goal in it, but just keep doing it and you will score, you know. And the the
1: thing that I liked about the Cardiff game, and I, I think I did mention it last podcast, first half we didn't do particularly well as far as goals scored. Actually, the football was quite good. It was good. very good,
2: yeah. A lot of um, people, and one, this is, one, be, of. because
1: this is the one before Christmas as a podcast, that's what I'd like to say. Can we get back to the old days at West Ham that you look forward to the Boxing Day game and you yeah. look forward to the Christmas fixtures? We have got one. But, 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 well, we've got, uh, we've, we got, got, we, 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 no, we've 27th, got we've got a 27th yeah. but okay but it's yeah, close yeah. enough um, but we looked forward to the Christmas period so we could one go to Upton Park or go to an away game yeah. have a few beers and actually enjoy the football yeah, for, yeah. For, for, for what it was because we're not going to be looking over any shoulders no you no know, absolutely. We're, 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 absolutely we're nowhere near going down we're far too good for that yeah. um, we're not going to win anything so we can get back to what we used to do we absolutely. used to enjoy enjoy watching the football for its own entertainment
2: absolutely and 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 that's why this kind of position is sort of quite exciting we've started as a sort of we're we're going to start the second half of season season as a sort of mid-table outfit Mm. that that could possibly do a little better than that and sort of finish uh, and and
1: unlike Allardyce no one's going to knock his own wheels
2: off no no that's right but I was thinking I was thinking about sort of other times when when um when you could sort of see what a manager was doing sort of taking effect, and other times when you couldn't sort of particularly. I mean, you know, I'm thinking about when Macari came in. You know, the problem was... I didn't really see... Any tangible problems with his management style? It's just that basically the just team had gone after the 85-86 season. We just sold everyone, and yeah. uh, and in fact, some of the players that he brought in turned out throughout the early nineties to be really good players. Mm. Bishop and uh, Morley were good yeah, he footballers. Brought in. And he brought good remember. footballers in. Was he um, there?
0: He wasn't there long enough for me to judge him. Really. No, he was he there for that? six months, or yeah. you
2: know, it's like eight months or something. But uh, yeah. you know, it was it was. You know, and I saw quite a few of those games, and it was sort of seen as kind of somehow sort of disastrous. And of course, it, it, you know, it was because we, we went down that season. But uh, um, but he, 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 you know, it just seemed that the team was not as good, and that just that the you know players had just not been replaced. Uh, we hadn't replaced Cotty and Macaveni no. at all. We hadn't replaced Mark Ward. We just hadn't. You know, it was a. It was sort of the team that was
1: yeah it, well, it was i think who had whoever had been manager and walks in first i mean it turned out fine because it was billy bonds and then it was harry Redknapp to succeed yeah. uh, to succeed billy um but anybody who had had to come in as an outsider following ron green greenwood and johnny Loll, long yeah. and and the way they played football i think it was a bit like poor old moisey going to Sunderland. there yeah. was a poison chalice um and moisey says that himself you know, if I knew that the task I had was that difficult, I would but never have taken the no, job. Absolutely. Um, and I think to a certain extent that Macari had that sort of task because the players that were left at West Ham really didn't like him. And no, I don't no. think if you, if you talk to some of the players during that era, era they will tell you that themselves. Yeah, they really did. They really like him, yeah. didn't like yeah. the guy. Yeah. Um, well, he was the first outsider we'd ever had. Mm. He was following about the
0: best part of 75 years. Yeah, Yeah, of West Ham people.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's interesting, uh, you know, I was was sort of thinking about, you know, tangible bits of sort of football coaching that you could sort of see take effect on the pitch. And I remember, you know, someone who history will consign as one of the sort of, as a terrible West Ham manager was Roder, who when he came Mm. in after Redknapp, Redknapp sort of slightly fell apart tactically after he sold Rio Ferdinand because Mm. he kept sort of, uh, changing between three at the back and two at the back. He just didn't know what his best defender was because he'd bought Rigobert Song and Christian Daly and
1: uh, I think there were other players. Yeah. There
2: was like an unfit Ian Pierce. Well, the defenses, yeah. in yeah. terms of the sort of spine, yeah. the defence, there was a kind of nearing the end of his time at West Ham, Ian Pierce, who I think was was sort of struggling with injuries. Some combination of those every time. When Rhoda came in, I remember Jim turning to me and going, uh, "He's got them sorted," because he went, "I'm playing four four you know, and yeah. he kind of went, "I'm going to do this. We're going to do this every week in a sort of Pellegrini-esque sort of way," and we finished seventh. Yeah. We finished yeah. seventh under Oda. You know, with a with a huge amount of goals conceded, but he sort of had a good season and he did ostensibly sort them out. But then his mm-hmm. um, flaws appeared the yeah. next season, and I think we didn't. As fans, because there's no social media and far less speculation. I don't think we were quite aware of how the relationship between Ducaneo and Rhoda broke down that season. Yeah. So when your best player, a bit like Pae, yeah. when he wanted to go, your best player is not interested. We didn't really know that he wasn't interested. Yeah. And mean, we look, didn't it... know that him and Rhoda mm. were just knocking heads every week. And that sort of had a lot to do with yeah, us going you, you can have
1: one or two things. You can have a quite understated manager who really doesn't say too much controversially. Yeah. Or you can have Paolo Di. Canio, you can't have this. You can't have them both at the same time. No, that's right. Because at the, I mean, we saw the fast, um, and I, I don't even think it was during his time. I think it was slightly before. It was towards the end of Harry, when Frank Lampard and Paolo Di Canio were Wrestling arguing game, over who'd yeah. take a penalty against yeah. uh, Bradford. Bradford. Bradford, yeah. 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 It was a yeah. fantastic game, by the yeah, way, yeah, but yeah, yeah. just at 14. the same, you know, I mean, Harry was standing there, sort of. You know, it was face palm, yeah, yeah, but but the, that sort of problem was there for Rhoda when he arrived, yeah, and I don't think he had the personality when you look at modern managers, they've got that authority, yeah, they've I'm got interested. something to say, and he was just the quiet man.
0: Mm-hmm. I was interested, in you used to talk about the um, the defensive frailty under Red because I remember a really a solid back three, and one of the I thought at the time, one of the best defences we've ever yes, had and it, and it may have been because Ferdinand was in the middle of it yeah he that's the Ian point Pierce I'm making is he sold Rio right. Ferdinand yeah, was, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah my point's not that Harry Redknapp didn't know how to set out a defence he sold Rio he Ferdinand sold, yeah. and then bought Rigoberts and Christian Daly and then he didn't know what to do with that defence who was
0: the so you had you had a back three with Ferdinand in the middle Pierce on the right and the guy Unsworth
1: Unsworth yeah and that
0: back three it was
1: pretty impenetrable yeah I mean to be fair it was brilliant at the time um that Ferdinand went, you you had a, an Ian Pierce who wasn't getting any younger and you had an an Unsworth. So yeah. If you wanted to bring in one more player, then you had to have somebody young as well. And they just weren't there. They no. weren't available. It wasn't coming through the youth side.
2: No, I mean, he, you know, we thought at the time that he should have spent that money on... Uh, Ekiog and Southgate. Uh, yeah, of course. You but, know, should but, but have bought another team's defense, it, and he had the money because he had eighteen million pounds. Yeah, he had eighteen million. Yeah, well, that's but, not but, bad, but they'd they also bought, bought didn't, the
1: new yeah, West Ham yes, for twenty nine
2: million. Yeah,
1: yeah, And they sold Lampard and Ferdinand but to I, pay for that.
2: But I think he could. But I think Harry. I think Harry went into sort of wheeler dealer mode at the way. Was, yeah. and said, you know, um, we got eighteen million for Rio. The club's only letting me have it. Have sort of nine or eight million of mm-hmm. that because they're going to spend 10 million on the stand. This is what I'm good at. This is yeah. what I'm good. At. I bought Ian Pierce for 1.5. I bought Paolo Di Canio for 1.75. This is absolutely what I'm good at. I'll yeah. get Titi Kamara from Liverpool. I'll get song from Liverpool. I'll get, you know, and he just bought this. There was
0: a couple of, there was a finished bloke. I mean, he, he really, Tienan, yeah.
2: great, good player. TNN, great, yes, great player. Yes,
0: he was pretty good. Um,
2: and in fact, we should have kept that guy. We should yeah. have kept him. That was that was ridiculous. That I think of the I think the Norwegian club he played for I only wanted five million for him, and we went no. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, and continue to sort of struggle with uh, Thomas Repko and, and Christian Daly.
1: Yeah, I mean that was in the days before we had Sullivan offering sort of like one million and three tracksuit tops. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think we, we we were cheap long before Sullivan arrived.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, I think we always were. You know, under the Cairns the Cairns uh, tenureship. You know, yeah. I think it.
0: But that's how most football clubs were run back then. We were yes, just it probably was, yeah. we we retained that tradition. Well into the Premier League era, yeah, yeah, when um, when David Gill had moved in and revolutionised the way commercial yeah. deals
1: were done,
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, I think we missed the trick, didn't we? Because the Premier League came in and the rules on finance changed, because the money was going to come in from different er- 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 eras. Most other clubs that are now in that top five grasped that they understood yeah. what was happening Oh, I think, I think we, we took a good 5-10 years to work it out
2: I think we didn't know what this new Premier League thing was until no. Harry Redknapp went cap in hand and said we have to buy some strikers and we yeah. bought Hartson and Kitson the notion of that big stand should have been on the table when the announcement of the Premier League happened, that football is going to change. And the notion that West Ham United could be East London, Essex and Kent's big football team and really challenge the big boys, that should have been realised in about 1990. You yeah. know uh, that we can really kind of be a massive player, uh, and uh, they just didn't get just every no. you know just beyond the northeast,
0: beyond the northeastern Liverpool. Our catchment area was probably the best there is. Absolutely, going, if you look at the players, it still that is come you know
2: the amount of people in West Ham uh, who support West Ham who live in Kent is yeah. you know. All You know, we know lots of them that come in from uh, from um, Maidstone and Gravesend and Rochester and, you know, it's a huge catchment. And I hope we charge them extra
0: letters. to get into the ground.
2: Of course, yeah. of course. Yeah, um, yeah but it's interesting, uh, you know, seeing a manager's uh, ideas sort of in action. Uh, you know, as I say about Macari... You couldn't really you couldn't really tell at the time, but he was deemed as a catastrophic West Ham manager. You know, Grant, I remember when Grant, you know, again, another one that's sort of consigned to be sort of a disaster. And I'm not saying he wasn't, I think he was. But one thing you did see was it's funny because it flies against the one story you know about that season, which was um Scott Parker having to do the team talk away at I think West Brom. It was yeah. where we, yeah. we, we we pulled three goals yeah. back in the second half. There were games where um Jim and I were saying, you can see he's had a word with them at half-time and they would often come out and be better in the second half. Then the best-known story of that season is almost exactly the opposite of that, was that Grant did nothing and, in fact, Parker had to do it all. But it seemed certainly early in that season that we were quite often better in the second half.
1: Look, it's body language in any form of like. I mean, I've been in business... We've all been doing something else. Occasionally, you'll go to a meeting and you'll see the guy that's sitting there looking mysterious, but never actually says anything. And you work out about three months later that he's got nothing to say. Mm. And that's how I felt about Grant. He didn't look as if he was a guy that was going to contribute an awful lot no, to a conversation.
2: No. no, absolutely. But that, but it's you know we are we are seeing you know, direct cause and effect with uh, Pelligree. Yeah. It's very interesting that um, Antonio, after his good performance, not the one at the weekend against Fulham, but he played well in a game, a mm. couple of games ago, sort of somewhere in amongst our four wins. I think he was And in, yeah, yeah quite possibly yeah. Palace. And in the standard the next day, he pretty much went, I've been shit for two years. I'm only starting to feel yeah. fit now. In fact, I think he said that his, his, his performance in the City game, even though we lost that 4-0, mm. we sort of played well in that game and threatened yeah. their goal. He was good um, when
0: he came on at Leicester. Yeah. I was with Leicester fans that day, and they mm. remarked afterwards um, that they thought they, they feared him coming on, and when they saw him play, they feared him. And uh, but uh, I but, explained but he was nothing to d- d- Yes, you know. <laughs> but he's been poor. He's been poor. He's oh, um, not
1: so much poor. There were games last season where you could see that he was absolutely exhausted by yeah. half time yes
2: you that's know right.
1: that's that that that's not eighty minutes ninety minutes that was at half time well it, it, he'd already put well, some well, well, last
2: was. season his bizarre cameo against Crystal Palace where he comes oh, on yeah, yeah. immediately looks exhausted yeah um him and uh, Lanzini took a free kick near the touchline near yep. their goal with about 15 minutes to go and tried to run it into the corner. Yep. It was the most insane thing I've ever seen. And then finally, his mad when he could have yeah. cut it back and we could have yeah. possibly got another goal, he didn't. He got confused. And decided to cross it softly. Yeah. Cross it (laughs) softly to nobody in particular. (laughs) To nobody in particular. (laughs) And they went up the other end and scored. Yeah. Um, A bizarre one-on-one with, I think, I've got the impression with
1: him,
0: and this may be uncharitable and unfair, but that he's believed his own publicity and Mm. he just thought he was better than he is Mm -hmm. and that he'd got the England call up into the squad and he was our main guy and was probably going to get the big transfer over the summer and we just owed him more respect than we were giving him and that he was more interested in bodybuilding than anything else. Mm-hmm. And I feel that, you know, this is just yeah. surmising, that Pellegrini has got hold of him, particularly when he introduced Grady into the team instead mm-hmm. of... and Antonio yeah. would have been the obvious person to have come into the side at that point, but a kid was brought in ahead of him. And I think he's been told, I'm guessing, in no uncertain terms... You've got a real role in this squad, but you've got to get your head down and you've got to justify yourself. Yeah, the, the I mean, fact that we, that the we are two or three games
1: that
2: we are in fact a squad. Yeah, and that he's not necessarily going to. Well, play I mean,
1: I, imagine West Ham doing something like that. I mean, this is unthinkable. We're actually coming um, under a manager who demands that you play quite well to get into the side. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I,
2: this is the beginning of the end. Well, this sort of treatment of Robert Snodgrass is sort of amazing, kind of going, (laughs) you know, I don't care about the reputation. I don't care that the chairman's son didn't like you. I don't care that you got sent out on loan to Aston Villa last season. You're here wearing a sort of claret and blue sort of, track suit on a field in July in London uh, let's see if you're any good oh yeah you're good you can play in this friendly yeah, yeah, and then he plays in practically every pre-season friendly I, I, I looking... actually
1: think that he only played well at the weekend because of the poem
2: oh well I, I, that, I, I
1: think the poem did it
2: Good. I'm. I'm pleased you think that, Colin. I'm, as, as, long as, that, as long as that views held by everyone, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I can take some well, small solace from that.
0: I'll. I'll judge your poem that we're going to get today.
2: I haven't written one. Oh uh, yeah, wow! Well, well. Russell, as, as you well know, the poet of this outfit is Jim Grant, who hasn't even been fucked to turn up the last couple of weeks. I wondered so why. I've, I got had the to, call. I've had to step into the breach and do poetry, which I abhor. Hmm? Uh, so so I, I very reluctantly wrote a poem last week that oh, has it? inspired its mm. subject, Robert was, mm. was Snodgrass, to score a goal at the weekend. Yeah. Well, it's
1: that Christmas time of the year for Jim, isn't it, really? You yeah, know, it is, I mean, yes. They're, they're these Christmas yeah. do's But parties. do we blame
2: you? Do we blame lack of, of poem? He he does a lo- he goes down to uh, crisis uh, homeless shelters um, mm. and takes their booze and drinks it <laughs> as a, <laughs> as a charitable <laughs> as a charitable uh, notion of trying to wean people mm. off drink. You, you pencilled
1: him in for February, though, no, haven't you? I you think know, so. Yeah. yeah.
2: Normally, um, normally, if he can find a replacement liver by it's by <laughs> mid January, uh, that'll be a successful Christmas for Jim, and uh, yeah, he'll be back. Yeah. Um,
0: are I feel we ought to get at least a one liner.
2: I don't have one, Russell. I mean what rhymes
0: with Watford?
2: No No. No, no. There's no run Nothing or right. reason for one. Watford anyway, there? No, so. no, no. <laughs> um which brings us to uh, predictions, I think, for the mm. uh, for the game of the weekend. We're playing Watford. That's gonna be a tougher test, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah. than some of the ones we've had. They're sort of going all right. They're uh, More they're... than all right. Oh, one thing we should mention is that they isn't that they have Dominus Keenar, don't they? And he scored. Yeah who is sort of um in a way he's uh, he's the old Diangana mm. he's uh, he's uh, we now have a we now have a keenar. it's quite possible that we simply swapped one in for mm-hmm. for the other one Well I, no, uh, they're quite different players I've, I've, I've seen seen
0: central midfield I think Diangana is a bit more out out wide I thought we but,
2: sort of played uh, Keenar sort of as a wide attacking... Did we? Yeah, we did. Was yeah. it in the cup? Yeah, I saw that. We went to that, didn't we? Yeah. He and, was quite um, anonymous in that
1: game. Well, he's, yeah. he's played a few of the, if you like, the reserve games, as we used to call them yeah. in different leagues. I've seen a, a few highlights of that. And he's one of these games that will look good on some video clips mm-hmm. because you'll see that type of goal, you see that type of movement. It's the other 85 minutes that haven't been quite so impressive when he's been at West Ham. Um, he'll now score against us, and of I know what will. I've just called. But nonetheless, I think that we gave him a couple of years, we gave him a good run, and he mm-hmm. didn't quite break through.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Was it that? I thought he, I'd heard his agent was determined to move him on. Wasn't really oh, interested in
1: negotiations. Yeah, well, an agent always wants a yeah. cut of the next feed, doesn't yeah. he?
2: Yeah Stanley's last good Isn't he Yeah It would have been good To keep him I When he and Zavon Hines Came into the team well, Under Avram Grant Freddie Sears scored At the weekend He did score at the weekend I think that's his yeah, level though I win. think the, the kind of Upper echelons Of the championship Is kind mm. of Sears level I don't think they he's got To him. the upper
1: echelons Of the championship I think the bottom whip switch aren't they Are they Yeah, yeah Oh really uh, yeah, I thought, they,
2: yeah, were yeah. Doing, I thought yeah. they were Going quite well Now this
0: was their first win In a while wasn't it oh, Well really? they've got a new manager and I, I mean, I hope they stay up until yeah, the they've yeah. got the work cut out.
2: But he's been sort of doing Wellips, which I think they, you know, they, God, they weren't. They've been in the sort of top half of the last few years, haven't they? Maybe they're just having an own characteristic. Very few of our youngsters
0: that we think are brilliant and there's this clamour to keep and introduce and then they leave and people are very disgruntled, they normally disappear without trace. Keener might be an exception. Isn't well, so Stanis- Stanislas we didn't have a lot of But quite a few have Stanislaus decent. He's okay without being, mm. you know,
1: Yeah, he's that's not fair, saying, yeah.
0: oh my God, how could we have let him go? Yeah, he wouldn't get in this side, would he? No. He doesn't regularly get in the Bournemouth team. He's uh, there as a squad he player. He might squeeze into
2: this side. I think he's good. Huh? He's very good with a dead ball as well. I mean, he's got, yeah. a, you know, got a lot about him. Mm. Uh, I think he's a good player. I mean, a lot of our players, you know, the Championship's a good level of football. It's like, and people like sort of Matt Holland and Leon Britton uh, have sort of gone on to have, I think, good... Yeah solid professional footballing careers we can't all play and uh, and you know there are players in premiership teams who are not as good as players Is in he, the upper yeah, that, you, know, yeah. you know you 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 know no one's kind of uh, Given the example we we're talking about earlier, no one's really mourning the loss of football to David May, but uh, no. May played in fantastic Manchester United teams that won the Champions League and stuff. But he's probably quite an ordinary player, but who did very well. In yeah. fact, Man is full of a lot of players like that, you know. Okay, Fletchers. Well, one, we right, lost we?
0: Freddie Sears, but we took Declan Rice
2: from yeah, Chelsea's youth Absolutely, system. yeah, yeah. Hmm. So we ain't doing too bad. No, no, yeah, no. I mean those are. Uh, and Diane Garner looks, you know, certainly uh, yeah. as good as uh, as uh, was, and possibly better. And has been put in better situations, and he's come in quicker.
1: Because yeah. I mean, obviously, you heard an awful lot about some of the players that you know, you've got. The Reese Oxford, and Reese you hear about them nearly breaking through, and they never quite get there. Uh,
2: Fernandez, uh, uh, Tony... Martinez, <laughs> Martinez. Yeah, they yeah. 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 were clamoring for him to yeah. play. You they're, know? They're,
1: they're all trailed as being the next best thing, and yeah. then this guy that you've maybe. Uh, uh, I, I got to be honest. When he played in that League Cup game, I hadn't actually noticed his name, no, let alone seen him play. No, me so he's obviously come through that. That youth system and come yeah. through the, um, the, the, the beating I can understand quickly. that
0: there were so many goals and so many names it was impossible to keep up in that game yeah, uh, yeah. The, the,
2: the, the that, that's true that's yeah. true right so predictions for the Watford game what do we think
0: I'm going to scrape a 2-1 but it's going to be very very difficult
2: I'll it's going to be a hard think. game yeah I think yeah. so too
1: I think it's going to be difficult but I, I don't think we'll so much scrape it I think we'll get 2-0 oh
2: good good I'm going to say, uh, I'll be very optimistic and say three-one. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, and mm. he's he's got. Um, I don't I don't know if um, uh, Lucas Perez was injured at the weekend and yeah. Antonio yeah. coming in. I wonder if he'll be back because, um, you know, we didn't we did. Uh, Carol came. Did Carol come on? Carol came free? on. Yeah, yes, came he on. did. Yeah. Uh, what
0: well, we so haven't talked about. and I don't know if there's time. Was Pellegrini coming out with this worrying phrase that there's four or five players that may not play this play again season? this season, yeah. And who are they?
1: Well, you start with Lanzini. Lanzini won't be playing, that's for sure. Um, you've got Sanchez, won't be playing again this season, so yeah. there's two. Do you so think we've Lanzini's to...
2: not going to play? No, well, it's well, a crucial
1: I'm, I'm, I'm thinking there. that's at least a year. Reed, they're
0: talking about coming back in about a month, so it's not him.
1: Yeah,
2: right.
0: Could it be Wilshire? I'm...
2: Yeah, I wondered right. if he was saying that in that context because it was about sort of rotation. It seemed like a very cruel thing to say that you know I've, I've you know we've got a great bunch of players now and now there are some others that are just simply not going to play. I wondered whether he meant that. I only sort of read the quote in the yeah. Evening Standard today. What,
1: this charming man, he wouldn't. Be. No, no, I think he was talking about injuries. about injuries. So we can say Lanzini for sure. We can probably say Sanchez for That's sure. A shame. Um, oh,
0: Yarmolenko. So Sanchez, Yarmolenko. Yarmolenko, Yarmolenko, and it probably means he's not counting on Lanzini at all. No. And, is he, and, he, and Wilshire, that'll be a worry if, if Wilshire's now gone. Well, he's more a worry about
2: Lanzini, obviously. say.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, But yeah. we kind of know with Lanzini it's a long-term thing. We were hoping yeah. as hope.
1: It's a type of March. injury that does end careers. I know, think so for a good a
2: sustained worry. campaign, you want... You know, that's why there's a transfer window. You want perhaps mm. a bit of freshening over the sort of, uh, yeah. you know, the January transfer window just to keep your team, you know... Just yeah, I think you tinker I don't think
1: you do anything major in the January for window. Places.
2: Um You know, we, it feels like we could sort of do with, uh you know, another striker. <laughs> yeah, indeed. You know, Um because... It's good that goals are coming from other areas of the park. Well, but... let, let's face it.
1: They've got Antonio, um, if you're counting him now as a striker, which I think he is. Um, you've got Hernandez and you've got Carroll as a yeah. three fit strikers. Um, say well, you you, say With Carol. Andy Carroll, you know that that could, that could yeah. change next week. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's and, right. I mean, and, I'm sort and, and of legislating for that, really. You don't really want to have an Enders as your main striker no. for too long? I don't think you do. I, I'm not criticising the guy, but I don't think he's he's anything other than the box man. It's either good off the bench, um, he, he certainly will go, get the odd goal or so, but he can't be that man up front doing
2: no. all the hard and Are we work
0: worried over? about Arnie once the transfer window opens? I think, I, do... I think this
2: injury's come at a sort of, you know, quite a, a sort of... Possibly mm. a good time if he recovers from it, because I think mm. that they'll be there'll oh, be reluctant yeah. to... Well, I know he'll recover, but, mm. uh, but how yes. soon and, you know... Yeah. And whether he... You know, these things tend to drag on, those kind of leg-based uh, things. Uh, it's uh, like they'll play four hamstring. games and then miss two mm. and then play another four and miss two. And I, I think a player that was, you know, a team that wanted to buy him to really transform their season are not going to look at a player that might kind of play four, miss two, play another four, miss two.
1: Well, I'm a bit worried. He did. I mean, he's had that hamstring injury for about three months before, like be, it, before yeah. he actually. Yeah, he's taken some games out. He's been, you know, taking some games he's out. Already so I think it's all the same injury. Yeah, yeah. So they've got to a certain point and said, no, you're going to be rested for yeah. five, six weeks to make sure that, you know, you don't come back too early. Yeah. So on that basis, I'm expecting him to come back. Yeah, look, I,
0: fortunately, as you were saying before, um, we're, we're not going to go down. We are no. we're comfortable no.
1: now. But it would be and good to look up. You know, it would be. We don't have to rush players back. Well, there's a Christmas message in it. Mm. We're not going down. Yes. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Let's end on that. We're not going down. Mm. Uh, my name's Phil Whelans. With me have been uh, Colin Mill, Toodlepip, Russell Raphael. Good night. Come on, you Irons. Come on, you Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. This is a playback media
0: production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.